Welcome to the Me, My Thoughts, and Eyes podcast, a podcast that's a collection of random thoughts from the scatterbrain. I am your host, Jinx, and listener discretion may be advised. Yo, I just started listening to uh, one of these new rappers, Blueface. Like, I heard about him for a while, but I ain't really checked his music out until just now. And the homie rap in straight run on sentences. Ain't no beat, ain't none of that. It's like, I don't even know if he really rapped to specific beats. Like, I think he just go in the booth, just uh, say his paragraph long sentences, and then they just throw it on any beat. Like, he really just sitting here. I'm going to be rapping like, yo, I, w- I was sitting on the couch, and I was thirsty, so I had a water jug, and I put it to my mouth, and then I took a sip. But then, I don't know what I'm saying, but he don't know what he's saying either, clearly. Like, <laughs> Tatiana kind of goes in, I ain't going to front. So, I will be listening to more. Blue face, baby. Yeah, I, I'm every woman's fantasy. Mama always told me I was gonna break hearts. I get a surf off, stupid. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. Oh, y'all hear them bars? Yo, them 3080, bro. Y'all can't, y'all can't mess with the flow. My boy is hitting Beyonce level runs in a rap. Who could, who could do that? Name another rapper. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is Silk the Shocker's legacy at its finest. Just left seeing Captain Marvel and uh long story short is a dope movie I really liked it I really thought it was really dope I know there has been a lot of um in case you could say back mixed reviews with it as and as well as some other little drama as far as the movie goes I, I heard that um Rotten Tomatoes had to ban and block um non-critic reviews of the movie before it's released because there were just so many people who were upset and going to trash on the movie typically saying something about its feminist agenda so got people who hadn't seen the movie that didn't like that it had a good critics score uh based on the uh screenings so they just went on there and started bashing it so Ryan Tomatoes had to put a stop to that and I've also seen a lot or a few things here and there um with sort of that same rhetoric being used of uh folks out there on the internet complaining about its feminist agenda and whatever nonsense which i don't know is that's stupid in itself i'm not even about to get too much into that um and i really haven't been i've been staying away from as many reviews as i can just because i like to go into a movie as fresh as possible and and like i said i thought the movie was dope um it was a fun ride. It was a good movie. It's a Marvel origin movie. Um, so, you know, it kind of has some of the same beats. It's a little different than some of the other ones. But some of the same thing is just a, a typical movie. But it's fun. Uh, it's funny. has some great action in it. So I don't know what more people want. I, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I'm not that critical of some of these movies at times, especially when it comes to Marvel movies. At this point, we kind of know what you're getting. It's like you're going to go in, you're going to enjoy it or not. Um, some were better than others, of course, 
But at the end of the day, like it's it's a solid movie, and it's a great a great hype for uh, Avengers Endgame. Cause I'm not even going front. Like I mean, I've been ready to see that movie, but after seeing this movie, I'm like even way more ready. So some of the other things I enjoyed, of course, um, like I said, it had some good action and and actually was pretty funny at parts. And I really enjoyed. Um, I I did feel like it got off to a little bit of a slow start for me personally. But it started picking up more, especially once you brought in uh, Sam Jackson or Nick, Nick Fury, his character. Um, so their interactions was great. Once Maria uh, Rambeau gets in involved, the interactions, just the interactions between all three, all three of them, and actually Monica too. So Maria's daughter, Monica Rambeau. Um, I just felt like all of that was like really good, in, in the latter half of the film, or latter third at least was just like really dope to me um and and that's about as deep as of a, a critical review you're gonna get out of me i say if you're down for marvel movies go go check it out um i know a lot of folks talk about too how it'd be good for little girls to watch this movie to actually see a you know a female lead character superhero just like black panther is for black folks and so I think it definitely lines up in that. That's the most I would compare it to Black Panther. I don't even know why folks were trying to compare it to Black Panther so much. Two completely different movies. But check that out. One thing it didn't do that I... I mean, in retrospect now, thinking about it, it's like, okay, yeah, there's probably was no compact capacity for them to do this. But I thought maybe they would sort of provide a little origin for Monica's... Uh, superpowers or whatever but obviously that have been a little too much doing this movie and going into avengers so for those who do not know in the comic books monica rambo who is the little girl maria rambo's daughter in this film she has superpowers um she goes by a lot of different names or has gone by a lot of different names i think the most recent one is spectrum and i can't off top directly say what her superpowers is it has something to do with like light and lightning particles and being able to like turn into it to light particles or something like that or, or turn into electricity i can't really remember off top um but one of the things that came up a lot is especially when they first started announcing captain marvel is that monica rambo was actually captain marvel first before carol danvers but carol danvers is the most popular well-known version of captain marvel there's been several versions um throughout history and and it's part of that from what i remember reading a long time ago comes from so funny uh, uh, enough dc has the movie coming out shazam and if anyone didn't know originally shazam was called captain marvel like back in the day like before days where superman was like really popping popping and all around that time and all that and then, basically, long story short, Marvel got the license to that name. So, DC could no longer use the name Captain Marvel, which is why it goes by Shazam, or at least especially on the titles in the movie Shazam. And from one source that I remember reading, they were saying that just the reason why there have just been so many different Captain Marvels over the course of... Uh, of Marvel's history is just that they were just putting different characters and different books out there every so often just to make sure that they kept the patent up. So they weren't necessarily putting a lot of stake in, into the name. So 
but then I think when Ka Carol Danvers comes along, who also had a couple of different names, but I think her most notable other alias is Miss Marvel, which was right preceding taking the Captain Marvel name. And Carol Danvers has been the one in the comics run that is really like kind of, you know, solidified and become more of the flagship character for that name. Um, and there are a couple runs. I don't know them off the top of hand. I never read them myself, but that people are big fans of. But yeah, yeah. To go back to Monica, I was wondering if they were going to try and show something to be like, oh, you know, here's a nod to like Monica having powers or something too. But they ended up not doing that, which is cool. Like I said, that probably have been too much at this time. So I'm wondering just as Marvel is going forward, how they're going to usher her back in. I mean, by the time she, she could be in Endgame, honestly, because by the time, um, I mean, there's a time fast forward. So she would be, I think, grown or at least a young adult uh, in Endgame. So maybe they bring her in for that. That'll be dope. Um, yeah, yeah. So like I said, I'm, I'm hyped. I enjoyed it. I'm ready for Endgame now. And I'm glad they did it like this. So that one, they did her origin before Endgame because I don't think it would have worked that way. We didn't have to worry about trying to fit that in to Endgame and then like come out and do like a post uh, origin story, sort of like they did with Black Panther. But then on top of that, like I said, I think I feel like it's a great like warm up. It's like, you know, it might have been a minute since you last seen something Marvel. So it's like, bam, go in, see this, get hyped, just know it's about to be on 10 times this come shoot next month right it ain't even gonna be that long so yeah let's get it enough is enough i have had it with these mother flipping scrolls on this mother flipping earth so meg the stallion who is a rapper who i'm not too familiar with i've heard some of her music um here and there some different features and and I, I know of her and I see her name popping up a lot, actually. But recently, I've just been seeing some stuff about her pop up because she has anime fans mad. So from what I've gathered, she's dropped a freestyle in which she makes some references to like uh, Street Fighter, Yu Hakusho, Go Goku, Pikachu. And also, she's made some posts on Instagram that have something about my hero academia maybe some other anime stuff and essentially what is happening here is what unfortunately tends to happen when women try to express whatever their fandom is uh or their nerddom is and cats start doubting them questioning their intentions trying to pull their cards which is like come on y'all we really still trying to do this in 2019 or 2019 as queer walk has uh the it's just so asinine to me the the contradictions of nerd male nerds, right? You complain so much about not having, um, you know, women that are into, and this goes for black or otherwise, not having women that are into the same things you're into. But then every time one comes up, which is a lot of them, you, you always try to be like, nah, they ain't real. They fake, you know, you push them away, which is why some women either, you know, aren't as into their different, fandoms as they want to be or just don't let it be known because you you pushing them out like you keep pushing them out 
and yet you at the same time you you're the one who's causing the quote unquote deficit, you know. And I and I know I've talked about this at length before on I don't know which episode, but I'm only in the low twenties, so it can't be that long ago. Um but so I don't want to spend too much time on this, but it's just every time something like this pops up, I'm like, come on, man. Like we gotta we gotta do better, dog. You gotta let people be into what they're into and quit trying to call them out on it. Or try to say well, maybe they just not that into it. Like they know a passing knowledge of it doesn't even matter. Like if they into it, they into it. Like I know plenty of people who can quote unquote want to pull my card with uh, my nerd stuff. Right. Because um, in, in all of my circles, all of my my closest friends, I'm for the most part, the main one who's like I'm super nerdy. Right. I'm I'm like super, super geek compared to my homeboys. But then when I started going to cons for the first time, like for real, for real, and talking to people, I'm like, oh, I don't know nothing, Jon Snow. For <laughs> for real, it's like I'm. It's, it, compared to a lot of other people, men and women included, like I have more of a passing knowledge of or passing interest in anime or other things. I watch a lot, know a lot. Well, I would say more than your average, but there's other people who are. I would say they're experts, you know, and so that's why I'm, I mean, just in general, I'm like, you shouldn't just be calling, like, let people be into what they are. Maybe they'll get more into it. Maybe they have varied interests. And so they're just not super deep into it, but quit trying to call someone out on their interest just because of how they look. And you believe like, no, it's like quit trying to box specifically women into this, um, you know, this box, for lack of a better word, um, and saying that, no, you can't really be into this. You look like you should be a model or something like that, or because you're a rapper, or et cetera, et cetera. You're not really into this, therefore, you're trying to exploit the culture, which is like, come on, bro. Like, I get the concern for people wanting to exploit, but that don't mean everybody, you know, you, you can't make that call just off of looking at someone and saying, oh, you too fine for this. That's stupid as hell, especially, once again, if you complaining that there are no women who are into the same things you are. Why would you push the ones who are saying they are away? Dumb. And and, and that just made me think about, I mean, that happens in, in other uh, levels like I think about my um, more insufferable days as a underground backpacker, hip hop head, whatever. Which we started. I mean, I always been in the rap deep and listened to a lot. But in um, 2005, that's when I started actually digging underground and finding all these artists and listening to a lot of different people who vast majority of folks didn't know of and. You know, some of them now are top of rap elite. Some of them, you know, had they shine here and there, but are not necessarily still super active, super popping. And then vast majority of them are still kind of obscure references for folks who listen. And and then it's and so I've, I've for a while I've, I've shared that sentiment of just feeling like. You know, being upset, that, that contradiction of being like, oh, well, nobody is really listening to uh, this music. You need to listen to these artists, right? It's like everybody needs to listen. This is who needs to be on the radio, not all that other nonsense. You know, this is the real music. This is what real hip-hop, this is what needs to be be playing on the airwaves. 
So share, having that sentiment of like, man, I, I, I'm the only one who knows what's really good and everybody else needs to know. And then when a the particular artist starts taking off, all of a sudden you get upset and just like, oh, they not as good as they used to be. Or you really you get upset at other people because you start feeling like that was my personal thing. That was me. That was the thing I had that put me set me above everyone else. Now that everybody else knows what do I have, you know, what. You know, I you, you want these artists to blow, but you want them to blow with the stipulations that you blow with them, right? Like that everyone else gives you credit and recognizes you as being someone who knew what was real or whatever beforehand, right? You want that, that recognition, that clout, I should say. You want that clout and... And and it's really just like what what makes you special? Like you special because you heard a song before everyone else, and you're not special because of that. And but it's really what happens is that folks just start becoming gatekeepers and pushing away people who are trying to express their interest in whatever it be, whether it's hip hop or or anime or comic books, and you, you know you become this gatekeeper who. Is both complaining about a lack of interest in whatever you deem as the most important thing, the most interesting thing, the most uh, complex and interesting and storylines and and great art, right? So you're you're complaining about this lack of interest in it, but at the same time, you are a driving force in creating this lack. Because you want to push away anyone who tries to express it that you deem, for whatever reason, oftentimes just because they're a woman, are are not truly into this and cannot truly appreciate it. Which is just, I don't know, it's so dumb to me. So, man, bottom line, just stop being a gatekeeper out there. Somebody says they into something and let them be into it it doesn't matter if they have a more passing knowledge or if they are they might know way more than you know so don't even be trying to call folks out you try to pull somebody card and they mess around to take yours so you know don't let just let people into it like if somebody like want to sit there and talk about how they my hero my hero academia is an amazing show it's great if you don't watch it watch it it's a great show dragon Ball z yu yu Hakusho, pokemon iconic you know like let people be in what they know like it's why is it so impossible that somebody no matter what they look like what gender they are whatever whatever other interests they have or their potential backstory wherever they come from like why wouldn't people be into this if you think anime is so great and so amazing why wouldn't anybody no matter what walk of life they come from be into it so just think about that before you start trying to um call out a woman for not actually really being in anime and question her intentions for making references. Yeah. I just finished listening to Netflix's Strong Black Leads podcast, or rather Strong Black Legends for the first time, hosted by Tracy, formerly of Another Round with Heaven. And well, this first episode that I listened to was the one with Jason Weaver, who is a goat. And I like, that I ain't gonna lie, that just filled me with so much joy. Like it was great to hear like him tell his story. Man told a lot of stories, uh, had a lot of details. I don't know, it was just entertaining. And of course, the heaven, not heaven, excuse me, 
Tracy is always a, a, a great host and someone who, who brings a lot of energy too. So it got me a little jazz. Like I really appreciate it. I haven't listened to any other episodes yet, but I definitely, definitely love the the concept of this podcast as far as like giving giving props to to our legends of people like they might grew up with Jason Weaver. Like I grew up with Jason Weaver being a big part of a lot of my entertainment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like from the Jacksons, the smart guy, the drum line, and in uh, ATL, um, then the not really an a- uh, ATL sequel, but the one that was about like the barbecue or whatever it was. I forgot the name of that one, but that was like I feel like it was straight to BET movie or something. But but in, in, in a bunch of other stuff that like off the top that I'm not even thinking about Lion King, of course. Um, so so I just appreciate it. there are a lot of different actors and. And probably in, in other um, positions and, and forms of entertainment out there for sure, who we don't per se, they definitely don't get the love um, from a larger industry standpoint. And so I think it's great that this is something out there, a way to help, you know, just, just show some shine to them, uh, let it be known like, hey, this is all these dope things that they've done. This is how great of a talent. Cause I've always felt like Jason Weaver is definitely like a huge, very talented person who, who you would think would be a little bit more well known. And I don't know how much white people know him or not, but either way though, I'm, I, I just appreciate that. Let's uh show some more shine for our, our black legends and entertainment the ones who we we all know and, and and grew up with, but don't necessarily get mentioned on the larger uh, stages. So, yeah, I suggest that anyone go go check that episode out. Um, Strong Black Legends, and that was episode six, I believe. I'm not sure what the other ones are, but yeah, I'm sure the rest of them are probably great too. So, dope. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Me, My Thoughts, and Nods podcast. You can find me wherever you like to listen. Anchor, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, etc. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at Thoughts and Eyes. That's I spelled E-Y-E-S. Check out my blog on WordPress, me, my thoughts, and eyes, dot wordpress.com. Feel free to send me an email at me, my thoughts and eyes at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. And feel free to hit me up with any feedback or criticisms you may have. Once again, thank you and be blessed.